Welcome back to another episode here on Viewpoints. I'm your host, Jordan Voiles, and I'm sitting here with Dr. John Gerlock. Still in our sermon series, Crestview, uh, Christmas at Crestview. I got those mixed up. <laughs> Crestview Christmas. <laughs> Crestview Christmas. Um, but today we're going to be talking about the wise men. So, John, let's just jump right in. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the wise men. I think there's several things that we can talk about. And I... Okay, so let's just wreck everybody's nativity scenes right off the bat and say, because, you know, I asked Ethelin yesterday, my wife, I said, how many nativity scenes do we have up right now? Mm. You want to guess? Let me guess. Okay, guess. Give me your best guess on that. Twelve. You know, I would have put, I would have guessed somewhere in the same range, but it's actually only five. Mm. Now, if you ask how many do we own, 20. But only five made it out this year. Wow. So, you know, it's kind of a limited year. Is and it because y'all have sold them or is it just No, I don't I don't know. But what everybody needs to do is, you know, at your house, if you have an interview saying, throw away the wise men because they were not there. Interesting. They were not at the manger at all. Interesting. And you know, I only the wise men, or do we have to throw away the animals too? Or no, animals can stay if you like them, right. you know. But I think just go ahead and throw them away, and uh, you know, we can take care of that for you if you'd like to request that. That would be great. So, what when do you think they were when did they arrive at the scene? Okay, so uh, Matthew 2 11 says, So coming to the house, they saw the child with Mary, with the mother, his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. They opened their gifts. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So it's coming to the house. So somewhere between, you know, I, we don't know. It just wasn't the manger. It, it was somewhere mm-hmm. two years, two years and earlier of Jesus' age. Yeah. So somewhere in that they came. So I think I think we start there. And the other thing we need to talk about is these guys were. So let's talk about them a little bit. So they were astrologers. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ever been to, into astrology? Do you know? Uh, do you know your sign? Yeah. No, I I think maybe. Okay. What is your sign? Are you? Uh, what? Um, you know, I don't really know what I am. I think. Okay, what so. What are there? There's. Is it Cancer? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't pick that one. Don't pick that one. Uh, I think I'm like the. I think it starts with a C. Is it the unicorn? No, not the unicorn. Um, the cap. I don't know what it's called. I'm not really into that though. Capricorn. Yeah, the Capricorn. Yeah, that one. Wow. Yeah, that's so, me. So you know what mine is? Capricorn. There you go. Interesting. What well, is it? Like, it's like December to January or somewhere. I don't know where yeah. or where it is. It's somewhere in that and that. Okay. Like so. the real intelligent, driven. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never been into that stuff. Um, yeah, so these guys were astrologers. Mm-hmm. So, I, okay, so any everywhere in the Bible, let's just think about this for a minute. Everywhere in the Bible, astrologers are negative. They are not following God. They're always negative. They're always like kind of with sorcery a little bit. That's a not a good bit. thing, right? Not good. There's nothing positive about anybody who is like a wise man until Christmas. Mm. Mm-hmm. So why would that be? See, that that's the big question is why in the world does Matthew go? And they're kind of, I mean, they made the nativity scenes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not shouldn't have, but they did. Um, 
So what's the deal with them? You know, I, I think there's some big lessons here with them. So we're going to answer the question. Mm-hmm. It's like the Aflac commercial. We'll answer it. Uh, we'll answer that question later. later. You know, the commercial and then also tuned, the everyone. trivia question they always have in, ga- in football games. All right, so let's talk about them a little bit. First of all, I think there's great lessons for us. They give us some great lessons. One big lesson is it's not about how much you have when it comes to God. Mm-hmm. Because these guys are very wealthy. I don't know, you know, on the post, uh, not the postcards, the Christmas cards. I mean, they they are decked out. I yeah. mean, those guys, you know, yeah. they 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 shop well. I mean, they you know they look good. They look good. I don't you know I don't know where you go to the wise man's store. I don't know what that store was. But, you know, they got robes and they got kind of crown stuff. You Gucci. Know, they Gucci. It's the Gucci wise man store. Uh, you know, they they they're pretty. Got the royal robes going and all that kind of stuff. They come into Jerusalem, and like all of a sudden, they get to meet with Herod. They get to meet with the Jewish religious mm-hmm. leaders. It's like, whoa, okay, they're in town. They've hit town. That we need to. I yeah. mean, they got they got some clout, so they've got a lot of different things. But they also left home, traveled for months across the desert, yeah, to answer this question about where's this king born. Mm-hmm. So to me, it shows a little bit about. Um, you know, that's not going to be the ultimate answer. They had that ultimate answer, but they still were looking for something else. Right. Second category is just power and influence. And I kind of touched on that already about, you know, um, just interesting. How they immediately got to meet with Herod the Great. Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's uh, you know. So I, they would be on Instagram and all that stuff. They would be on Instagram everywhere. Yeah. And they would be influencers, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But it's just like. Uh, you know, do you feel like, okay, so how much, how much clout do you feel like you have? Do you feel like, like don't do this to me? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, okay. If, 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 I mean, if you call, I mean, I'll, let's just be honest. If you call the mayor's office mm-hmm. or Lloyd Blong would drop everything and go, Jordan, I need to talk to Jordan. No, I Jordan, don't, no, no, no. All right. What about in the hockey world? Yeah. You call, who'd you call? And they'd go, Oh, drop everything. Talk to Jordan. Okay. Let's go to a different world then. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't think I have much clout. Not much clout. No. Okay. Not as much as you. Okay. You think I have more? You have more clout. Okay, more. There's no Anyone one listening to this podcast. <laughs> comment who has more clout, me or John? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have no clout in the hockey world. No one would drop anything to yeah. talk to me in the hockey world at all. So I don't know about that. But they've got all this power. They got influence. They're wealthy. They got a lot of stuff. But again, mm-hmm. um, they're still searching. And then. They are, you know, the, I don't know. So let's let's kind of go for the answer to that question we asked earlier. So they're kind of into this secret, mystical Eastern religion. People would come to them mm-hmm. kind of like psychics. I mean, honestly, like you know, you people have go to psychics today and go, you know, I, tell me, tell me an answer to this. Should you know where am I going with this relationship? They would go to these wise men. That's why they're called wise men. Hey, tell me. Should I take that job? Should I have a relationship with that person or whatever? But the Bible always talks about them negatively. So why does Matthew highlight these wise men? And I think to answer the question, the key is that you think about the first visitors to Jesus, the first people who worshipped Jesus, Mm -hmm. shepherds, uneducated, you know, kicked out of town, 
you know, unclean. And then you've got these pagan astrologers. And it really is true that the gospel's for everybody. I mean, yeah. I think Matthew's trying to make a big point here that the gospel is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's not about all those things. It's about do you find the king? Do you find joy in Jesus? Do you, um, you know, I think these these uh, wise men had empty hearts, empty souls. Yeah. Um, it, it was pretty interesting. I think it's ironic that once they find out where they're supposed to go, it's this little bitty town of maybe a couple hundred people. Yeah. I mean, like a no- nothing type town. And so they had to be, they were on the hunt though, uh, definitely searching, following the star. Um, there was something they were trying to figure out, I think, about their life to motivate them to do that. And then the, it says very clearly in scripture, they worshiped. Yeah. So to me, that's not just, oh, we, we checked it out. We were just on a intellectual educational trip here. no we're worshiping there's this king mm-hmm. that has been born and so we found him so to me where you find the joy is a great example from the wise men is you know the, you know i i think and i i wanted to see what you think about this but i, I do think everybody experienced a little bit le- maybe not depression that's probably too strong of a word but uh, a letdown after like on the 26th mm-hmm. of december mm-hmm. it was kind of a letdown and i think it's because why is that? I mean, you think most people do or not? Yeah, you know, the holidays are kind of finishing up. Um, yeah, I think reality sets in a little bit, you know. Yeah, Because yeah. it's such this joyous occasion with your family, the presence, the the, the story of Jesus, and it's like, oh, it's over. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's definitely a, a little bit of that. I love what you said in the sense of that the gospel's for everyone. Um. And it's safe to say that wise men still seek him today. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's a great statement. And so, and it's again, it's what you said. It's like, no matter where you are, where you've come from, you are considered wise if you are looking for Jesus. And so I love what you said. Any final thoughts when it comes to this? Yeah, I think, I think it's just basically, I think we can't all relate to the wise men. I think everyone's is searching everyone's. And I, and I think if, the commercial side of Christmas mm-hmm. should show us every year, you know, the hole in our heart that it, and our soul isn't filled with a bunch of right. stuff, no matter what this, how good the stuff is. Um, these wise men had a lot of stuff. They had, they had the power, they had this kind of religious, you know, influence actually it was pagan, but it was some sort of religion that they, they were following. Mm-hmm. But that didn't satisfy, and I think, I think we have to always be reminded of the fact that the only way our heart is going to be satisfied is truly Jesus, and that's where we find the joy. And um, mm-hmm. so, I think the great takeaway from the wise men, the final thought I'd have is, you know, they they gave up a lot to go find Jesus, and basically to find this King. And then they worshiped him. Mm-hmm. And I think I think we gotta make sure we don't substitute anything for what truly is the one who gives us purpose and meaning and joy. Yeah. And that's Jesus. That's good. And the journey too, right? Not only was yeah. the journey, but they brought something that was a sacrifice of saying, right. hey, we're gonna worship, but we're also gonna give you something. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. 
Yeah. I want to touch a little bit about last week. We we you know you discussed the the prophecy of Isaiah, and I went back and I I was looking through that story because I never really heard it the way you mm-hmm. brought it. Um, and how cool in this season because when I was reading that, I feel like <laughs> when Isaiah was given this prophecy to the king, and the king was like, basically, I don't have time for that. And basically, Isaiah mm-hmm. was saying, "Hey, you're the the throne of David is going to survive, and there's going to be this great miracle that comes. And so, be patient." And <laughs> I think even in the text, he's like, "You got to have patience for God." But it really brought a lot of comfort to me um, after studying that because it's like, man, in this season, we have to just be patient and wait on the Lord because the, ultimately, the the throne of David will be, you know, yeah, stand forever. Absolutely. And so. I just wanted to say thank you for that because I, I never really read that. I've always talked about always talking about Jesus, but yeah, in a different sense when he's talking to the king, yeah, really came to light. So thank you, John. Thank you for talking about the wise men. Uh, we hope to see you next time. God bless.